I'm gonna have a funny take on all this. I'm thinking about it. I think that Friedberg, Friedelberg, whatever, uh, and SBF and whoever else made out like bandits from this, they should be celebrated. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they are living the American dream in a way which is just like who's the best con artist? Who can con the hardest? I think that uh, really what Sam Bankman Freed is, is he's a fat, autistic Danny Ocean. I mean, these are guys who have figured out how to scam the system. We elected one as our president. The richest man in the world is a total fucking con artist. So really, this guy is as American as apple pie. So I'm I'm team I'm team Bankman Freed. Like good for him. If he fucking got you guys. If you're pissed, you're an idiot. Are you, you in got, on this? You got God. Are you in on this? I, I don't even know how to fucking open those things up on my phone. It's trickled down. God, that's the other thing. I wish. <laughs> I wish that the anti-Semitic conspiracies were true, because I would love to see some of that windfall, baby. I would have loved to have gotten that phone call at, you know, 8 in the morning on 9-11 saying, don't go to work today. <laughs> but they were, I didn't, nobody told me nothing. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cheeseburger in Babylon. Welcome, everybody. We are back in an office in person with our dear friend Bobby. It happened a lot sooner than we thought. Uh, you know, I think last time we said uh, there hasn't been much news about crypto. That was like, right. just like a couple weeks ago, and now crypto's in the news. Yeah, major news, major blow up um, that'll likely <coughs> impact the space for um, at least a couple years. Forever, I hope. Uh, we're also joined by uh, Manny the Intern. Hey. Um, <laughs> uh, we finally uh, upgrade. We're, we're we're popular enough now that we can afford an unpaid intern. Yes. So, man, if you would, could you uh, go get me another beer before we uh, get going? Here you go. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just playing. This is our dear friend, Mr. Manny Rangel. Say hello, Manny. Hello, world. Uh, Manny is also uh, a uh, a crypto. Uh, I'm gonna call him expert in my book. I don't think so. You don't. You seem to do pretty well. You're always pretty positive. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. I do okay. He's always Manny. I, Manny <laughs> always told me like he was never gonna give me advice and he was never gonna help me buy anything. So I think Manny actually saved me lots of money when uh, crypto was the cool thing. You did buy some Ethereum. Some yeah, the easy stuff. But I didn't like go in big on How's the easy stuff. Coins. Is the best stuff though. Yeah. How you doing with it? I haven't looked. I don't even know if I might have forgotten my Coinbase password. I don't know. <laughs> Good. Um, and I didn't want my listeners to know that I had uh, fallen for it. I, I wanted. You were just playing around. Yeah, it was a little bit of play, play money, a little monopoly cash there. But um, never again. I'm never. I'm never even investing in the stock market. I'm putting all my money under the mattress. Under the mattress. Yes. I think that's. We'll, we'll talk about uh, some uh, investment advice later on from Bobby. Uh, but let's talk about what's in the news right now. I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it. Chris, have you heard about it, the thing? Yeah, I've heard so much about it. The current thing. The current thing? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've heard about it, guys. Don't invest in Bitcoin. Invest in ATMs. Uh -huh. Isn't that the thing to do right now? <laughs> um, so, yeah, what's happened in the news, I'm sure people have heard about FTX, mm -hmm. which was at one point the second largest exchange in the world, right? So, yeah, behind Binance, I believe. Yeah, behind Binance. Uh, and you've heard the another acronym, uh, SBF. Chris, what does SBF stand for? FBF? S SBF. I don't know. This is your, your comedian. I'm giving you a chance to make a oh, joke here. Oh, teed you up. I'm <laughs> oh, SBF. All right. Uh, you know, come back to me. Come back to me. All right. Well, actually, we'll have... Uh, Bobby, explain what FTX and SBF stand for. So FTX is, uh, as you said, one of the top three crypto exchanges. And it was founded by Sam Bankman-Fried, who, you, let me just give, set the context here. Right? Black sure. guy. Black so guy. white guy, South? very. <laughs> um, Bankman-Fried. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, big Jufro, prominent. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, his parents uh, stand for professors. He went to MIT spent time trading traditional finance at a well-known shop, caught the crypto bug, 
um, launched a kind of a hedge fund called Alameda Research. They made kind of a bunch of money, I understand, um, during the e kind of the easy days of crypto. But then when it became more difficult to, um, actually, let me step back. So launched Alameda Research, made a bunch of money, and then said, well, shit, I should just launch an exchange. It's pretty easy to stand one up. Um, so he did. And then over the course of 18 to 24 months, it he grew it to to be you know one of the top 10 um, crypto trading exchanges and then kind of continued growing that to, to be one of the dominant players in the space. Um, and then fast forward to the last 10 days, it, it blew up uh, spectacularly. And in the process, he incinerated $20 billion of investor and customer money. So you're saying he's gonna turn up dead very soon um, you know, I hope not, but he, it appears that he will be heading to prison. I mean, that, that's how it looks today. Well, well, we'll get into some of the conspiratorial thinking um, around SBF and his near future. Uh, Manny, did you invest in FTX? No, no, I never got into FTX or really much of any other type of uh, exchanges that were, you know, just promising like... Uh, lower lower um fees for buying and trading mm -hmm. um i don't really care about saving money like that i'll you know i'll use coinbase it's it's a little safer somewhat um i do pay a little bit more for things that i buy but i feel a little bit more comfortable with it as opposed to all these other places where you don't really know where the money is really coming from or where it's going you know these guys just start these exchanges and there's mm -hmm. no real regulation involved in it and to me it's just you know it's just not for me it's not something that i just get into and it wasn't so much as investing in ftx it's where you would place your funds yeah if you wanted to buy and trade other stuff like bitcoin and ethereum so okay. from the outside world it appeared to be a safe place to trade cryptocurrencies mm -hmm. and he was well known I mean, he had those, he had, I think, one of the better Super Bowl uh, advertisements, the Larry David one. Hey, Catherine, what's cooking? We're putting a man on the moon. Are you out of your mind? I can't even get tuna without celery. Nobody's gone on the moon, ever. Why not? It's too far. It's far. It's really far. It's far. Like I was saying, it's FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Yeah, I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff. Never. That's right. Uh, Tom Brady yeah. was uh, in one of his things too, and spent a lot of money. He just lost a lot, a lot of money. money. Yeah. Spent a, a lot, lot of money. money. And so let's. Tom's going to be playing till he's fifty now because yeah. he just lost his money. <laughs> Poor Tom. No one thinks about Tom. Do, do you think he, they paid him in like FTX or FTT? I don't or think he. If I had to guess, he didn't put any money into FTX, the company. They gave him FTX shares to be an influencer. He hasn't lost a game since. Since they, since they crashed, yeah, since, oh. you know, he's just been winning because he's. That's a good point. I thought it was a divorce. Yeah. That too. Yeah. yeah. So we want to take halfsies. Um, so let's talk about the FTX heyday before we get into its downfall. Um, when did FTX first become a thing? 2019, and this is after he had already become wildly successful with his hedge fund, but then it became increasingly more difficult to make money as, as a hedge fund because um, more professionals came into the space. So that's when he focused on uh, the exchange to, to grow his kind of net worth and revenues. And there seemed to be this co-mingling. Traditionally, you're not supposed to trade as a hedge fund with customer deposits as an exchange or a bank. Like typically those two shops have like a Chinese firewall between them. What's, well, a, what's a Chinese firewall? Uh, a separate, a clear separation or demarcation line, right? Like, um, is that from the Chinese internet firewall? Is that what it comes from? What's that? I actually here? don't know the origination. Is of it that racist? Term. Are, Are they just like a line trouble? of children holding nunchucks? <laughs> so blaming nunchucks. <laughs> blaming nunchucks. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> with the Q, we all have Qs. This is all still kind of shaking out, but my my loose understanding is Alameda Research, the the trading um, and hedge fund made a bunch of concentrated illiquid bets into other crypto startups um, that you can't easily get out of. Now, I'm stupid. 
okay? Especially when it comes to money. Uh, an illiquid bet. What's that? Um, something that you can't redeem for dollars today or tomorrow. Like if you invest in a company, you can't just go to the company and say, hey, I want my $100 million back. Mm-hmm. You're going to say, go fuck yourself. Like you're in it to win it now. You're with me for the long run. So they gave money that didn't exist or that they didn't have? It was, a, Alameda, it was, it was an IOU basically as an, as an illiquid. Well, no, you make an investment, but then it's kind of locked up. And then mm-hmm. Alameda took on a bunch of losses, right? If we think back to the podcast we did a couple of weeks ago, there was a crypto blow up during the summer where three or four major firms went under. Mm-hmm. And it turns out Alameda was involved with those firms and they just had um, an enormous amount of losses on paper. So they said, okay, what do I do? I have this Alameda research hedge fund that's upside down, not profitable, owes a bunch of money. And I also simultaneously have FTX exchange that is still profitable Mm -hmm. and also has billions of dollars of customer funds. And this is where it gets shady, right? It's not shady from the get go, but okay. Yeah. But they allegedly took customer funds from FTX Mm -hmm. from a back door. Yeah. From a back door. Yeah. And only like four or five people knew about this. Sam, his girlfriend and a few others. And they use those funds to cover the losses at the hedge fund, mm-hmm. which is clearly illegal. You cannot do that. It's punishable by prison, right? And like right. many, many people have done that um, on Wall Street and they've gone to prison for it. Let's let's rewind a bit again, though, to the FTX heyday here mm-hmm. and how he became really a darling of, you know, the, the crypto media space. JP Morgan of this generation. Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX yes. is is slashing everybody's margin. And uh, average fees per transaction across the industry had to climb by 50%. A lot of that is is the man, Sam Bankman-Fried. Jesus, are you just like a line trouble? of children holding nunchucks? <laughs> so, Blaming nunchucks. <laughs> Blaming nunchucks. Yeah. yeah, so... <laughs> With the queue. We all have queues. This is all still kind of shaking out, but my, my loose understanding is... Alameda Research, the the trading um, and hedge fund, made a bunch of concentrated illiquid bets into other crypto startups um, that you can't easily get out of. Now, I'm stupid, okay, especially when it comes to money. Uh, An illiquid bet, what's that? Um, Something that you can't redeem for dollars today or tomorrow like if you invest in a company you can't just go to the company and say hey i want my 100 million dollars back mm-hmm. you're gonna say go fuck yourself like you're in it to win it now you're with me for the long run so they gave money that didn't exist or that they didn't have it was, Alameda, it was, it was an iou basically as an, as an illiquid well no you make an investment but then it's kind of locked up and then mm-hmm. alameda took on a bunch of losses right if we think back to the podcast we did a couple weeks ago there was a crypto blow up during the summer where three or four major firms went under. Mm-hmm. And it turns out Alameda was involved with those firms and they just had um, an enormous amount of losses on paper. So they said, okay, what do I do? I have this Alameda research hedge fund that's upside down, not profitable, owes a bunch of money. And I also simultaneously have FTX exchange that is still profitable. Mm-hmm. and also has billions of dollars of customer funds. And this is where it gets shady, right? It's not shady from the get-go, but okay. Yeah, but they allegedly took customer funds from FTX. Mm-hmm. From a back door. Yeah, from a back door. Yeah. And only like four or five people knew about this. Sam, his girlfriend, and a few others. And they used those funds to cover the losses at the hedge fund, mm-hmm. which is clearly illegal. You cannot do that punishable by prison right and like many many people have done that um on wall street and they've gone to prison for it let's let's rewind a bit again though to the ftx heyday here Mm -hmm. and how he became really a darling of you know the the crypto media space i mean he had he had glowing profiles written about him uh, they called him like the michael jordan of crypto the next warren buffett the next warren buffett he wanted to give all the money away to help everybody. Anytime someone says they're going to give all their money yeah. away, you know they're a scammer. Yeah, full and of shit. Completely yeah. full of shit. Yeah, Buffett, Bezos, <laughs> uh, Gates. Again. 
Patagonia guy. They're the all. Say they're full of shit. But. They're all full of shit. They're fake. I mean, they're they're just. Uh, they're getting some out of it. Well, they're just moving their money to untaxable spaces, basically. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he he. He was buying influence. He was buying influence, and uh, it really seemed like. I, oh, they they or also time buying himself some time. Well, that's the other question is like, did he know we, did he know he was going to be getting one over on people or was he that delusional? uh, That illegal behavior doesn't just start like now, you know, it's, it's recently he started doing that. Maybe, or you could say that by buying influence, you were buying market share. It's not an uncommon tactic with companies, right? You do a bunch of brand partnership deals. It grows awareness. it, It attracts more eyeballs. Those eyeballs put money on your platform. Your plot, they, they start trading crypto that generates revenue for you. So I do think that he, you know, sponsored the, what was the arena in Florida? Um, it was the American Airlines arena, but the arena that Miami. The Heat. Miami Heat, right? Yeah. Um, I think he, he paid, a, it was a 19-year, a, a $135 million deal. Yeah, so yeah. if I, I would guess that he did that with good intentions, just trying to promote his trading platform, which was seemingly above board at the time yeah but do you think he knew it wasn't well i think that back then it was it was it wasn't until 2021 that the alleged criminal activity took place Mm -hmm. at least that's my understanding they also were promoting him chris and manny are both on their phones doing god knows what are you guys trading right now i'm taking all my money out of ftx a little too late (laughs) too late (laughs) i was moving over to crypto.com oh you're checking out crypto.com okay as long as you're doing research uh they the media talked about sam bankman freed fried however you want to pronounce it uh and his effective altruism which I guess was this new Silicon Valley kind of philanthropy where you do the greatest good possible. Like a, it's a, a quote unquote rational uh, philanthropy. Where that doesn't sound fun. I don't want to be one of those people. I mean, philanthropy in the first place is just fake. And like philanthropy is bad. I, I, I think that anytime you need uh, billionaires to come to the rescue uh, on such a large scale, you know that it's just. It's, they're not going to save the world. So anytime you see they're, – they're trying to rebrand philanthropy in some sort of in the Silicon Valley way, and it was always going to be bullshit. But to any philanthropists and boards out there that need someone on staff where you pay them a couple hundred thousand dollars a year to do nothing, I am available because <laughs> yeah. that's my understanding of philanthropy. It does seem to work that way. They do get paid right? uh, a lot yeah. of money. Uh, it is uh, – the nonprofit sphere is a, a, a proper racket. Um, so yeah, what made things go bad then? What happened with uh, with FTX? Well, again, it, it's still kind of unraveling. But I, from what I gather on on Twitter and the blogs, is that the trading firm made a bunch of bad bets that they couldn't get out of, and they had this moment where they they had to decide: do we let the firm go under, and then take a reputational hit? And this is when he was out there buying influence. He was lobbying Washington on regulation. And I think he just didn't want to, you know, have um, mud on his face and and admit a big loss because it would have been a big loss. It would have been widely written about back in the summer when, you know, we did the podcast um, Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago about those those players that had billions of dollars of losses. And I and I really think and that he made a snap call and said, okay, well, we have two accounts. One is upside down a couple billion and one is right side up by tens of billions and they took customer deposits to cover the losses Mm -hmm. like i I do think it's as simple as that that's more than enough to scare people as soon as as soon as that even got out even a little bit everyone just started going to start withdrawing money yeah there was a run just a floodgate just with this back door you talk about though that was kind of it was built into the ftx platform for as for this precise kind of situation for this type of stuff like they they knew they were going to try to just pull customer funds without telling people Uh you know like it's like you know most banks do that where they'll use your collateral and stuff and you know put it get a loan from another place and you know you lose control of your own, you know, your own collateral that you put in with a bank, but they just did it on like a, like a sneaky, like a sneaky way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then you know as soon as one person one like uh youtube influencer gets the information they just put it out and it just causes like this big storm of Mm -hmm. shit and that's um i know that when uh all that started happening uh cz from bnb or from binance um you know kind of put it out there one platform yeah yeah he's yeah he's the the number one platform binance he started saying you know like there's stuff going on apparently they had like a feud going on behind you know closed doors where um uh bankman was going off and doing all these regulatory things talking to the sec going behind their back so that he would come out on top Mm -hmm. and you know he was actually just like crashing things throughout the year like the whole terra luna thing bankman did that like they started shorting luna so that it would go under like they started doing all these weird things and cz knew about it or kind of i don't know if he like turned you know a blind eye to it but you know eventually it kind of got out and you know then he was gonna go and try to you know bail the company out buy it but it just they saw the books and they're like dude this is this is bad like Mm -hmm. and they pulled out and that's where it just cascades and just people just start pulling out and then they start looking at like all these people start looking at all these other like you know wallets for these other exchanges and stuff and you know they're seeing that the numbers aren't adding up and they're moving funds from one place to another and you know i think cz put out a tweet saying once you start seeing people moving large amounts of money like exchanges when they're about to show you know what they have you have cause for concern Mm because it's it's not normal. I mean, crypto had a bad reputation to begin with, but this has absolutely just destroyed any last goodwill or... Well, I'm curious. You, I mean, you guys are know more about crypto than Isaac and I. You know, I think a very important question is, how much money is Kevin Bacon going to lose? <laughs> oh, not again, Kevin. <laughs> Recycling a joke. I'll put another uh, Kevin Bacon clip in. Um... But no, for it is we we asked this a couple of weeks ago. Is crypto dead? I mean, like this has to. I can't see it ever having. This is terrible for crypto. I'm not okay. gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but there is kind of like two camps in crypto. Um, the proponents that like decentralized um, technology, like Bitcoin and Ethereum. There's that's not a centralized entity or exchange. And then there's the trading platforms that are very much centralized that don't really um, support the ethos of um, decentralized, trustless um, cryptocurrency. So this doesn't, I would say that those true believers of of kind of DeFi, um, this doesn't really kill their momentum or seriously negatively impact them. But for everyone else, like this is going to, this is going to hurt the investment outlook for at least a year or two, probably. I, I, we, we do have amnesia in this country when it comes to you know, pretty much everything. But one thing that Manny and I would always uh, kind of debate late at night um, was this idea. Like wh- when, when crypto would take a hit, I would say it's over, right? It's done. And Manny, you would have a much more optimistic outlook. It was much – Well, was, I think – over the lifespan of you know bitcoin and crypto as a whole like if you believe in like these like the four-year cycles like and you start looking at everything it always seems like something always happened like in 2013 you had like the mount gox thing that happened where it's basically similar to this and people just lost a lot of bit a lot of money a lot of bitcoin was gone they're just now starting to give it to them i think in like small amounts but that happened and it was supposed to be over and then you know during 2017 you had all these people doing icos and then it just became this very predatory thing and they were just taking people's money and once that went it like went bust and like crypto went down like 86 percent and like the like during during mount gox it went down like 93 or something percent and then again it went down like every four years it does this same thing where there are these yeah. big, big black swan events that just cause it to just wreck. And there's always well, with that volatility. Do you think people are just going to eventually pull out of Bitcoin? Like, 
you know, it, it doesn't seem like a viable way to make money. You have to money. separate Bitcoin from from the FTX blow up. There, yeah. there wasn't any Bitcoin involved in FTX. Okay. But I think be, I, I think that your your John Q public isn't going to know that. I think they're all they're all kind of associated with each yeah. other. They just think crypto is a, a, a right. bad thing. Like they're going to lose it, their money. With, with you know? these with these ebbs and flows in crypto, you know, what the fuck have it, has it produced? I, I, with all these like. With all these com- comings and goings, it's just like, okay, well, what do you see from it? It just is it just this kind of uh, ephemeral cycle of people losing and gaining money? Is that all it is? Because like, I don't see any technology, zero. And there's just this constant promise of technology. And when things go bad, there's the whole concept of like, no, you have to believe. Like the true believers. It it reminds me so much of Christian millenarianism from the like uh, uh, 18th century where these people kept, they would pick an exact date and like the world's gonna end now and these people would join these Christian cults and then the world never ended. And they'd be like, oh, we did the math a little wrong. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's, the it's actually gonna be 20 years from now. And they, <laughs> no, would, just, they would just point. cycle it and cycle it. And so it does feel like, I mean, <laughs> crypto has largely, I think, replaced God uh, or, or people, the way people spend their time, which is the same thing. And so are we stuck in this cycle? Like what could possibly actually break it? And I it think could... the best the best way to look at it from a, a, a believer is maybe this is like our dot-com cycle where there was just a bunch of fluff and bullshit. A lot of people got rich and it took 10 or 15 years later. Yeah, but no one was like willingly like fucking someone over during the dot com. That was just a bubble. I mean, right? There was there was a lot of. I mean, you could there's there's hundreds of examples where a company would throw dot com on their name, have no real product, grow to like a hundred million dollars. Sure. Some people made money, then everyone got burned. That was like a a very trend. A very common theme. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I reluctantly agree with you that there hasn't been much useful tech today yeah i mean you got money mayweather you want to have <laughs> bitcoin bobby like you know what i mean you can't uh i, I look uh, look to to boxers i used to work at a place called sack fifth avenue mayweather would come in with a Ooh, he had a guy who would hold duffel bags of money Can you imagine one of, like he had a guy just holding a cell phone just you know just my cell phone handler with my bitcoin let's you know let's just, you know i don't know i don't like bitcoin they, they, they made those uh, i mean they tried to Spend their money on weird NFT like sure iPads. They would I mean, wear look at my holographical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that shit was so lame. Of course, that wasn't gonna work. We don't <laughs> we don't talk about the digital monkeys anymore. Those, <laughs> sure. Oh man, I, I feel like people should have to get like if you bought an NFT for more than ten thousand dollars, you should have to fucking tattoo it on your forehead. Yeah. Did you, did you do that, Bobby? Embarrassing. No, okay. no, I can never bring myself to. <laughs> um, not the expensive ones. Like, I just couldn't bring myself in to prison. Do it. Is that like, you know, you got Aryan Brotherhood guys, you got chomos. Do you have a specific group of people who are like fucked over people for Bitcoin? Like, you know, like, like a get... whole wing in a prison somewhere. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, you stole money from my granddad and you just get shanked in the shower. Um,. Are, are they gonna? Are, are they gonna? That's a smart like, granddad. <laughs> smart granddad. Using the computer. And all. <laughs> are they gonna? Uh, you know, be uh, ranked under pedophiles yes, in prison? Yes. You mean prison guards beat the shit out of you? Yeah, yeah, Fucked yeah. Fucked over my kids' uh, uh, college know, fund. I would think. I would think that if it were to, you know, if you were to say like, oh, this shit should end, like, it's gonna, it's gonna eventually just fall. Like, it's, it's kind of odd that you know. If that were the case, after this, you know, the U.S. government would just start banning it, like cracking down really hard. But it almost seems like they're just trying to come in and, and start regulating, like making it more legitimate so that stuff like this doesn't happen. Because um, after this, I would just assume, you know, Gary Ginsler and all these people would just be like, all right, this is done. Like, we're going to ban it, do something like China. But um, I don't know if it's, if it's that easy to do, but I would just assume that it would be something more drastic would be happening if they weren't, you know, too, uh, not optimistic, but didn't really have that much skepticism. To it's not it. going away because I mean, the technology's out there. There is some usefulness to it. And there's so many people that got in so early that are still up massively yeah. 
um, sitting on a tremendous amount of profits and there's just a, a vested interest behind it. Um, so I don't think it's going to go away. We're still going to, you're still going to see the influencers and investors uh, push it, but at some point there has to be some like valid use case. I can't wait to see the the, the, the rebranding effort on, on crypto. Web3. Web3. They're going to try it, but wasn't this Web3? No, this is, I mean, this is, I, for anything to blow up, I'm kind of happy it was an exchange because it's kind of a very straightforward fraud. Like, you have a company that facilitates the buying and selling of any crypto asset, and there was just a bad actor leading it. So he ended up stealing customer deposits. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, it would be far more worse if it was an actual flaw or bug in the, in the underlying code or like the network protocol. Like if that happened, it would be catastrophic and it would probably go to zero. Yeah. Oh, but since wow. this was Crossing just- Crossing my fingers. Well, but since this was a centralized exchange that just legitimately stole money. Um, legitimately stole money. I like well, not phrase. legitimately, but like, uh, <laughs> you know. I, was kind of, I mean, kind of. What were you going to say, Chris? For the, for the layman, like, you know, families might know like Vanguard, right? They're legitimate. Uh, it, you know, their, their employers work with Vanguard. How many sort of like legacy investment firms actually deal with Bitcoin? Vanguard doesn't deal with Bitcoin. They don't see any intrinsic value in it. There, I mean, there's, I think there's a couple, there's definitely institutions that facilitate the buying and selling. I think Fidelity has a, an either an ETF or, um, or help their customers that have 401ks get allocation to Bitcoin. Um, it's not widely adopted. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we get to that point, like, if it got regulated, I think if those... It needs to like, be regulated. That, I would... Sure. That's what they want. Like, there's yeah. a lot of big institutions that want to have some exposure to crypto. They just need that regulation to yeah, be FDIC there. up in here, right? Like, and they don't want to lose money. Well, yeah, because then they, yeah. that's a good point, because FDIC insures $250,000 of your cash in a bank account in case there's a run in the bank and sure. they do something with that money. Because this isn't highly regulated there's no insurance so there's well, no there's no backstop for know, these customer it, funds it, I, I don't think we should be surprised that the government isn't necessarily coming to the rescue of the the general public who's gotten fucked by crypto <laughs> because that's the same thing with the housing market right i mean you had these bad actors stealing money and what legislation was passed to stop that from happening frank dodd dodd frank dodd frank yeah not nice. but nice. But to the degree that it's happening again, I mean, we're we're entering another. Well, in house- that scenario, only the banks got bailed out. No one right, else did. Exactly. So if, if is that if SBF gets bailed out, like get, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck it all, like. But even if he like, again, I I, I look at him this, the same way I look at. Uh, we're gonna start getting the conspiracy territory. <laughs> the same way I look at Jeffrey Epstein as not these like singular an- anomalies who are doing evil. They are you know servants of a larger master and so i kind of wonder what that master might be i think you mentioned something about how it's just like oh it's the government that wants to push for regulation and this might be like the final thing that does i would take the other side i don't think they've done a good job at all about trying to help out with pushing forward regulation they've been incredibly slow on it Mm-hmm. Although I have been hearing a name go around that is apparently the puppet master. There is is, it, is, there a, is there a Berg or a Steen at the end of it? There is. God damn it, dude. Dan can... Dan Friedberg, Daniel Friedberg, who was the uh, he was the general counsel for FTX, who was also the counsel for uh, one of I forget the name of the um, it was like a gambling website. Oh, ultimate bet! Ultimate I hear bet. I heard this. Yeah, he he, he was did the compliance that. guy. There. Yeah, he did that, and he he scapegoated some other guy, and he went down. This guy Dan Friedberg has been washing himself from the internet. He like all his LinkedIn is gone. Everything is gone. So, He's, do you remember this, the ultimate bet scandal? No. So, online poker, they, the, um, that Dan Blazarian thing. Ultimate bet. No. A, a few bad actors um, built a way to see your hold card, hold cards. God mode. Yeah, God mode. Yeah. So you you could basically lose no hand, right? Um, they end up getting caught, and, I, and apparently this compliance guy at Ultimate Bet ended up being the compliance guy at FTX. At like, FTX. Holy and, shit! And it's the same thing. I guess apparently there was a fail safe in that that the Ultimate Bets where it was similar to like that whole backdoor thing where they could just get out scot free. And I guess the same thing happened with FTX, which is like. 
like they they said something about it being hacked and that no one should go on there or something about it being malware if you go to the website i think they were just trying to crush all the data like get rid of it all and someone was saying something about like it having a fail safe when it got to a certain point all these funds started getting spread around through different um exchanges um well i'm I'm glad there's another uh jew i have to defend here (laughs) um I'm going to have a funny take on all this. I'm thinking about it. I think that Friedberg, Friedelberg, whatever, <laughs> uh, and SBF and whoever else made out like bandits from this, they should be celebrated. <laughs> oh my God. They are living the American dream in a way, which is just like, who's the best con artist? Who can con the hardest? I think that uh, really what Sam Bankman Freed is is he's a fat, autistic Danny Ocean. I mean, these are guys who have figured out how to scam the system. We elected one as our president. The richest man in the world is a total fucking con artist. So really, this guy is as American as apple pie. That's so I'm, I'm, team, I'm team Bankman Freed. Like, good for him. If he fucking got you guys. If you're pissed... You're an idiot. Are you, you got, in on you this? Got. Are you in on this? I, I don't even know how to fucking <laughs> open those things up on my phone. It's trickled down yeah. goes to everybody that's in, it's <laughs> within the community. <laughs> God, that's the Trickle down genomics. I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I wish that the anti-Semitic conspiracies were true because I would love to see some of that windfall, baby. I would have loved to have gotten that phone call at you know, eight in the morning on nine 11 saying, don't go to work today. <laughs> but they were, I didn't, I, know I don't told think me he nothing. made out. Like I think he lost all his money. Well, there goes that theory. Yeah. Well, I was trying I mean, to, I could think. be wrong there, but I, well, the other funny thing about this and you're seeing people start to unearth all of his like online persona and the weird polycule that he is a part of in the Bahamas. And for those of you who don't know what a polycule is, uh, 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 Manny, would you tell the public what a polycule is? I don't know what a polycule Isn't it like, is. Uh, like just a big group of people don't know, that you are can't in a relationship? Yeah. It's just a, it's, it's like a web of polyamorous people. I guess that's the cool. name for like a, a, a yeah, the, the people within a polyamorous Sounds like it would smell. Sounds like it would smell in that <laughs> They room. look pretty smelly, those yeah, people yeah. do. So what's yeah. funny about it to me is that, uh, and I think what pisses people off so much too is when you look at them, it's just like, that motherfucker stole my money? Yeah. It's like the dude whose lunch money I'm supposed to steal sure. stole yeah. my The guy with the money? sunken chest. Yes, yeah. the guy who's. <laughs> and so I think there's a lot of anger if it, like the Winklevoss twins who have stolen, you know, billions of dollars too. Uh, people are less mad about that because it's like, oh, they're fucking handsome chads. So it makes perfect sense that they would steal sure. my lunch money. And they were kind of fucked over by nerds. So we're like, eh. Yeah, yeah but, but that's the thing is, yeah. so. I think the nerds Evil are inheriting nerd. the earth right now, and they're taking the it out. The meek shall inherit the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elon, SBF. Yeah, I mean, in, yeah, Elon is a great example of someone who was most definitely picked on as a kid because you, you you don't just become an annoying human being, right? Like you you are born that way. I think we have to touch more on the polycule because there's some good there's some good stories. There. Oh, like with me here, you were telling me about like the drugs they were doing. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even sure what they are. Amphetamines. But, uh, yeah, they're but they're like over the counter amphetamines. Mm. Where in a, I, I believe for early on, but they're, the intended use was for early onset Parkinson's or something like that. Also. Oh wow. I think. <laughs> Sounds. And like then they time. like he would counter that with um, like sleeping med- meds at night and like, as a new employee, if you got hired at FTX, at orientation, he would like lay out on a table. He'd say, here are like the three to five different types of amphetamines you can take to like boost your productivity. And at night, here's the other three to five to like counterbalance. Sounds healthy. Yeah, right? Like imagine day one, you're like, oh God, I got to pick from all this. <laughs> like, the, like it, it must be surreal. That's what the fucking Nazis did. They like, they, that's exactly what they did. Um, yeah, the, the girl, Caroline Ellison, his his uh, girlfriend, uh, people are really Related mad. to Larry? Awesome. I don't think so okay. no. gotcha. but probably another jew God, it's making they're making it so hard for me yeah i'm trying i am talking to a lot of my nazi followers on instagram <laughs> and trying to reason with them uh, my friend this guy who does this account uh gaddafi official put out this really great anti-semitism explainer <laughs> and he showed he calculated that like jews don't run the world and he, <laughs> he showed that it actually it's white protestants 
like Bobby over here. Um, <laughs> you're not Catholic. Hey, yeah. Not practicing. Okay. Well, you know, he's... You're yeah, the foot soldiers of the Jews. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Catholics who killed Jesus. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, yes. The Italians. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's becoming... When I saw his name, Bankman Fried, it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Another one. What is this but a trend Bankman. Of, yeah, Bankman. Bankman is literally the <laughs> yeah. worst fucking name for a Jew. We've, sure. we've historically Bernie changed Madoff, our names. Madoff, Madoff, yeah, Anthony yeah. Weiner. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's like we've changed our names once. Why not do it again? Like yeah. Literally, Ellis Island 2.0. Yeah. Change your name from... Sure. You know, McSteel a lot. McSteel your money. Smith. It's got to be Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What if there's a trend of Jews changing their names? I think that'd be kind of funny. I'll start. Like if you would change, what would be the non-Jew name you would have? You could change your name. Um, uh, truck. Um, Smirnoff Ice Truck. Truck Manfield. Truck Manfield. Truck Manfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Truck Truck Manly. Um. That's like I, a nice lesbian name. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good butch lesbian name. Um, so you know, it's it, it, again, it does feel like there is some weird poetic justice to all of it, or there's just something strange about these nerds, like these fucking nerds. I mean, literally, just I, I think again, that's what upsets people so much. Like I was saying with Caroline Ellison. But ugly, man. Like I think they're even mad. Objectively, that, she's like, kind of cute. Oh no, 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 no. Man, she is. She. There All right, guys, look her up and then hit us on the on the Instagram. Let us know. I mean, she's she's like a a, a Jewish Habsburg. You know, it, it's she does not look good. And I think what upsets people even more is not only that she stole their money, mostly like fucking incels on 4chan oh my god jesus uh, <laughs> Jesus! not only did she steal their money but she's having sex and they're not yeah i think that makes them even more mad it's sam <laughs> oh, oh god yeah and, and i'm sure like a lot of the people whose money he stole like look and smell exactly like him and so they're mad they're mad that they're not the winners in this fucking game that we play which again i think is like the most american game in the world which is just Get, I'm pulling my bootstrap, or I'm, I'm gonna steal the bootstraps off your fucking boot. You know, like that, that's how this whole system is set up. So when this happens, like, should we even be surprised? This is this is the fucking design. Not surprised, but I do feel bad um, for the investors that lost their money because they did. They weren't necessarily investing into super speculative stuff. Yeah, this like was an the exchange. ICOs. Yeah. Like this was just this very, an exchange. You're supposed yeah, to feel like, like you vanilla can go on, yeah. Bitcoin, Ethereum. You think you're gonna park 100 grand there? And it's going to be safe. And I'm not even trading. I'm just, this is just my mechanism to buy and hold. Right. Like, so I do feel bad um, in that aspect. I'd, I'd much prefer it was like investors putting their money into something that was very stupid from the start that had no chance of making real money. Then you could point and say, ha, you were stupid to put your money in here. You deserve to lose it. But that's not the case in this instance. But, so. again, it's, uh, the, the, but even even if this is just meant to be the entry point, something like Robin Hood, making trading easy for people, again, it's f- supposed to be free money. I mean, it's 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 it, again, I don't I don't think you should be able to make money in your sleep. I think that you should be laboring. That should you should so I I'm, I'm I feel bad for them. Yes. Uh, uh, I feel bad for any, you know, regular working class person who just had their fucking savings wiped um that you shouldn't you should never put your entire savings into an exchange yeah, it's like, like 10 percent like it's just most people like in um like i only have one brokerage account in in wall street it's td ameritrade like yeah you know like i think the assumption is but I, I think I think though with crypto you should just do self custody like for sure do get yourself a hardware wallet and take it off the exchanges if you're not a consistent day trader and you need your money and stuff on an exchange take it off if you're doing long term hold take it yeah, off people like, people are stupid and lazy and there there will always be a market for taking advantage of those people one guy that you like a lot. Uh, David Kotak. I, I interviewed him for the Bitcoin story I was going to do, just trying to get someone's perspective who knows money really well. And he didn't trust Bitcoin, obviously, or crypto in general, and, you know, seems to have paid off for him probably. But one thing that he said that I thought was rather cruel was he's like, oh, they shouldn't regulate it. Like, people people have the right to lose their money. And I think like a that, casino. that's – but, like, 
at least like there's one casino you have to fucking fly to, right? Yeah. Or you have to go to you know Indian territory or whatever. There are at least barriers. The same thing with like buying a Consent. gun. Like there's, there's a couple of that. like yeah. steps to before you can blow your brains out, you know. So it's the same thing with crypto. I don't think it should be easy. I I I, I don't think it should be accessible to everybody because you know, there's just going to be so many people who are going to scam you. I mean, I, again, I think s- scamming is as as American as apple pie. And when David Coe talks, like, yeah, they have the right to lose their money. It's just like, that's fucked up, man. These people are stupid. We, we have to protect stupid people from themselves. Well, that's how, just how society works. How much different is the guy off of Canal Street? I don't know if they still do it over there. He's got the cups. And he's like, hey, which one? Oh, which yeah, Is the yeah, olive yeah, under yeah. one of the, you know, everyone's. Three-card Monty. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, oh, I, I can figure this out. If they get fucked over, which they usually do. Well, that's why it's illegal. Yeah. But, you know. The, 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 literally, they don't really? let you do that. Yes, you can't do th- you can't do three card money in the I'm streets in- of New York. You can't. No, I'm pretty sure that's illegal to do that. <laughs> that I right? think when the cops come, they're like, "Oh, fucking high, <laughs> go!" People are frowned upon. <laughs> oh I man, because I moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, we we need to protect stupid people no, from themselves. Do. Yeah, unfortunately, it is sad. Yeah, but that's where the you know regulation comes into place because that that's what it's there for, is right? To help these people. I mean. I I personally put my money in, but I don't put more than I want to lose. Like, I've been up significantly, and I've gone down where I've I'm you know under two thousand, three thousand, five thousand, six thousand dollars. But you know, it's not money that I like am super like. I need it. I need it. Like, I'll just let it ride. Like, I I think that's just the difference. A lot of people just try to get rich quick, and a lot of people are promised that you'll make money, but they never really like learn anything about this space they don't give a shit to even try to learn they just say this fucking influencer told me this person told me let me just jump into it that's why i choose never to talk to anybody about it like no, you're a terrible influencer Thank yeah you. well i'm curious all right there is something we said about respecting money right respecting the process of making money losing money um whether it's you know a dollar or bitcoin but i'm curious Say we end up being able to regulate Bitcoin in your guys' mind. What's the best way to regulate it so that people make money, but it's not a, it's not wild, wild west here, you know? Well, I think that – so look at it as like in the Wall Street version. There's exchanges, and then regulated companies can issue shares that trade on those exchanges. I don't think any company should issue tokens that isn't regulated by the SEC. So that – that's a huge barrier and you typically have to have lots of revenues and, and cash flows. So there's like safety there. And then on the exchanges, the same thing, you have to be onshore, highly regulated. And then most importantly, you have to have audited financial statements that show that you're, you have a, a, a balance sheet that balances, right? Like your assets equal liabilities plus stockholders equity. And you can rest easy knowing there's actually cash in the bank. That's not what's happening today. But if that happens, then, I think generally the, the the public can feel safe about investing in crypto because I don't know how many tokens there are today. Let's just say there's 10,000. There, there should be really maybe 100, uh, maybe fewer. And, you know, I, I, I feel for the people who lost their money because I could barely listen to what you were just saying. Like immediately my, my mind just goes blue. <laughs> like sure. I can't, I just can't fucking retain that shit. I find it so boring. Well, that's why you have people who are broken. Yeah, you gotta trust. Yeah. I would give, stuff. I would yeah. trust Bobby with my money. Yeah. Even Manny, I would yeah. trust Manny with my money. Well, the thing, Even though the other night, that party, you tried to give me. Buy it on the spot. <laughs> yeah, you tried to get me to spend 5K on the spot. Yeah, you were pretty insistent about that. Hard sale. He drank a lot. He had a couple of glasses of gin. What are you, know, pussy? So. Come on. But, uh, um, but yeah, we live in this era now where I mean, there's that idea of working for your money, whether it's physical labor or doing the actual mental homework to, like, all right, is this a good decision? Like you said, people aren't respecting the space of Bitcoin. They're thinking they can just get money quick, you know? That yeah. needs to change. Yeah. And, and this is where it's unfair that we've blamed Jews for this because <laughs> to bring it back to Yeah, a Japanese Jews, guy made Bitcoin, right? No, the CIA made Bitcoin. <laughs> Satoshi Nakamoto is a, not a real person. Never trust it, an anonymous person who doesn't Jew? exist. To like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that immediately. No, but, so with Jews, you know, the reason Jews became particularly good with money is because we were forced to, right? I mean, we were forced to give up labor. We weren't allowed to uh, uh, 
you know, use our hands the same way that the Goyim were, right? Mm. They made us merchants. They made us, us. I'm, I, my, <laughs> <No>. my ancestors, <laughs> my ancestors. Um, yeah, they, they forced us into, uh, like you were saying, like not actual physical labor. And so, you know, we mastered that and we became very good with money. So it is, it, it's not a coincidence that you see a lot of Jews in these particular areas, right? And so maybe we need, should we fucking abandon the concept of money? It feels like it just seems like it's only ever going to be used to fuck people over the market, quantum transactions, the way people make money to just seems like a fucking joke. What if it'll switch? Like all the Filipinos were the guys doing finance. All the Jews had to be nurses. I wonder for a day we should just like uh, like, uh, you have uh, little Moisha taking your blood and he faints because he doesn't like blood. (laughs) My tummy. Um, Yeah. No. And again, I I mean, I I sent Manny a a link to 4chan complaining about the Jews. (laughs) What was some of the comments you remember? So one of, uh, you know, I'm not going to say they're my favorite, but (laughs) I laughed when I heard it. Like you chuckled. So, yeah. So they they were talking about like, um, they were talking about what's her, uh, what's her name? Um, Caroline, Caroline Ellison. And then, uh, one person says, just like, Oh, she's heading to Dubai. And I thought that was pretty (laughs) simple and kind of funny. That got me. Um, Anti-Semitism gets pretty clever. I will give them I mean, racial jokes. Yeah, Yeah, but some of them are, like, really, like, I was like, whoa, dude. Like, they were throwing out the the K-word. What's the K-word? You're allowed to say it. I give you a pass. No, I can't say it. You got a pass to say it. I can't say it. (laughs) (laughs) But they were, you know, they were also saying the C-word, you know. Wait, C-word. Oh, C-U-N? Crypto. C-H. Oh, You know. C-H. Christ The Asian one. Yeah, the Asian one. Oh, but there's no Asians involved in this game. Yeah, there's Gary Wang. Yeah, but the Are you sure he's Asian? <laughs> <laughs> you only saw his back in his photo. You right, right, right. Um, but yeah, there were just really gnarly comments. And like the one thing that I started seeing is like after this whole Kanye West thing is that there's so many there was a there's a quite a few like uh, black crypto influencers that are just like Kanye was right. And like <laughs> they're just like and they're they're on 4chan just like saying all this stuff. And I was yeah. like, dude, now you got like black people that are just being anti-semitic and just just being very well, like you know if we have to sacrifice ourselves so that whites and blacks can get along it's worthwhile yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it's pretty it's pretty strange I, I can't i can't remember all of them um because <laughs> <laughs> it was like i said i spent 20 minutes just and i was just like reading and reading and reading them. Dude, it's bad it's bad i don't know i'm not on 4chan but, but uh the, oh the one person it's yes. like, why is it always got to be the chosen ones to do this? Like, <laughs> God's chosen people that's to nice. do this. That's kind of nice. Yeah, that was like, that's the nicest <laughs> bit of anti-Semitism. He's like, I'm, I'm disappointed in you guys. You guys, uh, you guys can do better. <laughs> but it's not, it's not helping the Jewish. No, community. God, no, man. Does there need to be Jesus. like, a, like a Chappelle show sort of Jew sketch where it's like the so racial amazing. draft, racial draft with Jews, like? You know, we're 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 gonna disown certain Jews. We're gonna keep other Jews. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> yeah, Lenny Kravitz, Paul Newman, the good. Paul Jews. Newman was Jewish. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Woody Allen, half Jewish. That's cool. Um, <laughs> we'll let the uh, the Asians have him. <laughs> um, with the fallout of FTX. I think that there's also going to be some interesting repercussions to the people who really. Um, in the institutions that really banked on crypto. And I think Miami, no, no city more than Miami put it, put all their chips in like a condo building. Crypto. Just <laughs> and so, yeah, we were talking about the uh, Miami heat arena that they're not going to be able to pay, but the I heard the, bang bros is going to um, bid on the rights. Now that yeah. is awesome. That, <laughs> that is would be crazy. incredibly Miami. Yeah. Go, I mean, a lot of well-known point. investors in Miami back to the exchange. It, who's the mayor down there. Um, the round and uh, Brown Francis stadium. Javier or Xavier. <laughs> yeah. You never lose uh, money. In Suarez. Porno. You never lose money in porno. It's always a, you never thought investing in porno. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Chris, Chris is going to show you his audition tapes. Yeah. So um, I would say definitely, um, 
Miami, you know, Florida is taking a hit just because that you know it's the kind of the crypto capital of the country. That's what he wanted to be. He said he wanted to be the crypto capital of, yeah. of the world. Is, is yeah, what I mean they're the pretty forward thinking with their Miami coin, which I'm not really sure what that what that does. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they're so they're now on paper, and you know, there's a um, it's documented that they were rubbing elbows and supporting um, SBF. Obviously, there was many um, kind of publications and articles written about him. He was with, you know, on stage with Tony Blair and Bill Clinton. In the Bahamas. Yeah. Which is just the fucking funniest thing you could possibly do is be on stage with Bill Clinton in the Bahamas. So. Um, Haven't he made enough money? I mean, come on. At some point. Dude, Adrian, I mean, they probably Adrian paid him. Chrome is expensive. They probably paid him, <laughs> I would say, no less than $250,000 and upwards of a million dollars for that appearance. Really? Yeah. How do you think Bill I, makes all that cash? And that's the same thing. I mean, it's it's funny when uh, uh, with uh, Theranos, it was the same game, right? Where sure, Holmes. Uh, yeah, Holmes just had all these celebrities, these respected figures. Yeah, uh, come say, yeah, this is this is legit Kissinger. It's amazing he's still alive. Right? It's just another Jew or an oh, alien. Man, I don't know. I mean, the same thing. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Did Brett Favre lose money in crypto? I haven't heard that, but you know. <laughs> He, I hope he goes to prison for what he did. Um, Wait, what did Brett stole money? Did? Brett, not SPF from Borby. You yeah. think Brett should go to prison? <laughs> he'll serve. He, he can handle himself. Yeah. You know, he'll. The, you guys have seen that movie. <laughs> the uh, longest yard. Yeah, the longest yard. He'll be all right. Sam, Sam Bankman Freed. The fuck yeah. is he gonna do in prison? Um, no, he's gonna be the guy like selling like uh, cans of like tuna and cigarettes and. You know, he's, he's going to figure out how to make amphetamines oh, but, out of like no. piss and shit. No, Sam's going to be like in um, Shawshank Redemption when he's like the accountant for all oh, the guards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Andy Dufresne. Hold yeah. a pencil in his ear. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> cooking the books. Say, do yeah. you trust your wife? <laughs> well, okay. So it, just just to, to – I think we should wrap things up. But um, on, to, to end it on my favorite note, what are the wildest conspiracies you've heard about SBF and this whole thing? I mean – I've seen things as wild as um, that the money that he was playing with was the money that Epstein had was also the same money that uh, he got from uh, Robert uh, Maxwell. Mm. Uh, So, you know, I'm sure like there will be some stranger than fiction stuff coming out about SBF. But what have you heard? What? This is all alleged property he had down in the Bahamas, the two hundred million dollar property. Two hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Was the new Epstein Island. And they were flying in influential people. At least Epstein was like a little good looking, right? He had Yeah. Good weird, jaw, weird good jawline. Good jawline. Weird shaped penis, but he didn't look like that, dude. <laughs> but you've seen Can his you penis? imagine being like some fucking sex traffic? like Eastern European model and then you have to have <laughs> go to that polycule. Yeah, worst case scenario. <laughs> You're like damn. someone opened a window in here. <laughs> I'm firing my sex All right, so uh Little St. James point two. Yeah. Yeah. Um not as wild, but um allegedly that there was a lot of uh, money laundering flowing through FTX of the rich and the famous. I heard there was some uh money laundering of the money that the United States was giving to Ukraine. Yep. Through FTX I heard about as that. Well. Yep. Yeah, a lot of it was being funneled to Ukraine and yeah. a lot of crazy stuff. I heard about uh, Nikolai Mushigan, I believe his name is. Uh-huh. He was uh, the creator of uh, DAO, or DAO. It was like a, it was almost like the original like uh, stable coin. Um, and he was just recently found, like two weeks ago, found dead in the water in Puerto Rico. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. he was like two days before he was found dead. He was saying that uh, the CIA was after him and that his ex, his girlfriend was CIA and was, they were going to plant a computer full of like, because he found a pedo ring in Puerto well, the Rico. CIA, he said the CIA was like yeah, propping involved, up this yeah. pedo ring to get blackmail on these influential people. Yeah. And, God, you I know, spend too much time on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, like there's a lot of weird Shit. things. I've and, gone to the dark side. But then also <laughs> like. He had struck a deal, a partnership with Coinbase, um, just a couple days prior to that as well, and you know now he's dead. But Coinbase has like the DAO like uh, token on there now. Um, Damn. So deemed a suicide. He said it could have been suicide by CIA. So. <laughs> so was he like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna die." Two days later. His just... words only. <laughs> his, his words. 
Damn. So, so. Th- yeah, I, 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 it'll be funny to see what uh, materializes and um, how crazy the conspiracy theories are going to get. Because I, I do pay a lot of attention to what I would call uh, schizo Twitter. And they they get into, like, the occult. Like, they're they're trying to find ways in which like these people are practicing, like, weird black magic or something like that. Eating goats. Raw. Uh, something like that. Eat the goat's <laughs> nose. Maybe um, a goat nose. Raw. <laughs> satanic. I'm saying. That, I want to know if you're satanic. I just want you on the spot. Satanic? On the spot. Anyone I mean, else? <laughs> my honest takeaway is that he was just a bad actor. Made a couple um, serious poor decisions. Right. Burned a lot of investor money. Could he be a patsy? Sounds like you're defending Could he be a patsy? Is he? Is he like the? <laughs> no, he should go to prison. Yeah. Is he? Is he the the Jewish? Um, I don't think he's a patsy. I think Oswald. it was. I think it was his fault. I think he. You know, he's only thirty years old. He. But then how how does the, the how do you trust someone like that? Like, shouldn't this implicate the, just the system itself that you would? Yeah, let it's the system that's at fault here. Idiot. Well, like, I wouldn't say he's an idiot. He went to you? MIT, which is like the toughest school to get into. He studied physics. Like, I think he actually is a genius, but he, geniuses can be fucking idiots sometimes too. We need to move past this whole credentialism thing. If you go to an Ivy League school, I actually think less of you. Yeah, everyone so. in life, being smart is the minimum. It gets you in the door, but integrity is what keeps you well, in the game. Well, his father was like right? a Stanford professor. Of course he was going to get in. Sure, right? but integrity I mean, is what keeps you in the a, game. That's just the reality of things. You, don't have to be, you literally don't have to be smart to get in these I mean, schools I, I want these. I want some salacious stories to come out of this, but it, I really think it was just like a, a blow so up. So if, if, if that's the case, then then it's not as nefarious as I think a lot of conspiracy minded people would like to believe. Right. Because if that's the case. So either he's uh, he had the best of intentions and fucked up. Right. Or he's some deep state actor and he's not pulling the strings. He was being pulled by some other, yep. you know, more powerful Jew or something <laughs> like that. Uh, and in which case, again, he's like not a bad person, I guess, because you know he's either he's way. Still he's, bad. Not, no, yeah. he's still bad. No, I think bad. he's just a greedy bastard. He's well, I would say I would bet sixty forty. I would put forty percent on the this, the second version you just described. That's forty percent of him. Deep, manipu- no, deep state being like, manipulated. Yeah, if I had to describe state. the one hundred percent, like sixty percent, it was just him, bad decision, and he uh-huh. blew up a big exchange. So what's the qui bono here? Who benefits from this shit falling to pieces? I don't know, man. Who? Me buying at a twelve k. How did they fund five Avatar movies? I'm gonna because I get you know what because I'm gonna go see them. That's why I'm gonna go see all of them in IMAX. I'm gonna pay fifty bucks to go see the new Avatars. I made five Avatar movies in a row. Where did you get that money? Where did he? Where'd you get that money, man? Fox isn't on Family Guy anymore. They're not making any money over there. I, I mean, I think James Cameron is making his own technology and probably patenting it. And Where do you get that money? <laughs> the technology. Fucking Terminator, dude. That movie was a blockbuster. The fir- wait. Still watch it. <laughs> the first two. The last, everything after that was kind of Avatar work. was like, at one, before the stupid Avengers, was the highest grossing movie of all time. It made a billion. But how do you make a billion dollar movie and then make other movies that are all... I'm just saying. This Wouldn't that suck if like FTX was financing them and now they didn't come out? <laughs> After all this. Oh my god. Oh, 4chan is going to yeah, be so. Yeah, yeah. The Jews stopped Avatar. <laughs> Fuck, man. He needs a bailout then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah, guys. This was fun. Yeah. Fun. I think, uh, you know, hopefully there's some more crypto crises and we can get on and talk. We'll definitely talk about. Yeah, we need to do uh, an update. And like we need to do a Twitter month, update yeah. too yeah. Uh, soon. Guys, look out for uh, cheeseburger Babylonian coins. They're actually coming out really soon. <laughs> They're coming out this Going month. to the moon. <laughs> so cheese coins. Yeah, cheese, cheese coins. coins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone has anything they'd like to promote. Tell anyone else to to. It doesn't have to be your shit. You could tell someone just any recommendations about anything you have for the public. Uh, visit BlockFi with my code and get uh, your twenty link. twenty dollars <laughs> off your first. <laughs> Don't use Give me a like cool. and follow on Twitter. Yeah, Bobby Murr. He's got a blue check now, everybody. Congratulations, yeah, Bobby. Let's give uh, Bobby a round of applause. applause Thank for you. Thank you. Awesome. That's very cool. Um, it's funny that when you click the blue check, I know you paid for it. <laughs> 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 you fucking fool. <laughs> um, all right, guys. I will be doing Don't Tell Comedy Tampa at the Hotel Haya in Tampa, Florida, on Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, add me on I'm Chris Sanders on all platforms and also don't forget to add us Cheeseburger and Babylon uh, on Instagram and also call your mom call your mom tell your lover nice I love, love you mom, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love my mom more all right bye everybody